write the story of a crippled cricket and hear his voice. Suffocated cries of silent grief, up through the night pleading for sleep, ground still wet with the chartreuse ink of memories from dreams only dreamt, and of tears the freshest, he couldn't stomach being dressed in round his friends, but in desperation dared to share him with the stars, cause God's watching. Write the story of a reddening leaf and hear his voice. Angered critiques of others' mistakes, fending off the booze of the crowd, ghosts from a misremembered past, agonized by their certain forsaking, implores his brothers to stay, saying, Enjoy the vine, my beloved. But come the heat of high sun, and he gives in to despair, the first to fall away, nothing in his veins. Write the story of a blundering butler, and hear his voice. Deeply confused, wearily bruised, he falls, forming faults in his lungs, found the fun of forfeiting food, now favors fantasies on his tongue. Ones of huddling in his master's covering, sharing his inmost, he knows, is both expensive and free, priceless and costly. Only a minute of pain is the price of life. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Price of Life show. Uh, this is our first episode, and um, I am your host. My name is Thanny. Uh, it's like Danny, but with a TH. It's short for Nathaniel. Uh, there's a nifty story that goes with that. When my parents were naming me, my dad had a rule that he wouldn't name any of his kids um, the same name as anyone he happened to know well enough. And uh, my mom really wanted the name Nathaniel. My dad already knew a Nathaniel, so they made a compromise that uh, my name would be Nathaniel, but they would call me something else. Um, so they shortened Nathaniel to Thanny, um, which actually has significance. I'm Lebanese, uh, and in Lebanon we speak Arabic. And in Arabic, Thanny means second. And I am, in fact, the second born of my family. So I also like to say that uh, I am second and he is first. Uh, I just turned 24. And uh, currently I'm uh, serving with my family in Lebanon um, uh, as missionaries to uh, the people of Lebanon. We lead uh, Bible studies and stuff like that over here. And if there's one way that I would sum up my character with one desire that I hold deep in my heart, it's that I want my life to be of great value to my king and to his kingdom. So I guess let me start off by explaining a little bit about who I am. I'm lustful. I'm addicted, inconsiderate. I'm emotionally turbulent, but stubbornly unempathetic. I'm undisciplined, I'm lazy. I'm a pathological liar sometimes. Selfish, arrogant. I'm perpetually anxious, bitter, angry, consistently worldly-minded, legalistic. I'm foolish. I'm not awaiting Christ's return. I'm bound by my culture. I'm wasteful. I'm double-minded. I'm impatient. I'm impudent. I'm unforgiving, I'm unthankful, unfaithful, unmerciful, thievish, self-righteous, hypocritical, self-seeking, jealous, rebellious, dishonoring, idolatrous, fearful. And that's just like 1% of what the spirits let me know about for right now. So I'm here to tell you something. I'm here to tell you that your sins don't define you. By believing in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, you and I have been made into a new creation. Um, we are a masterpiece prepared for the righteousness of Christ, and we are signed by the creator of the universe as his adopted family. 
I'm here also to tell you that the good news that Christ came to bring us is the hope of the highest quality of life in separation from sin forever. And lastly, I'm here to tell you that I am a terrible runner. Uh, I trip and fall at least seven times a day. I would say 70 times seven times a day is about how many times I fall on average. But I'm still in the race. I want the gold medal. What I hope to do with this podcast, The Price of Life, is I want to share the hope of intimacy with God through obedience. I believe that God greatly desires to be intimately close with us and that He's offered a way to do that through Christ every day. And not only have we been adopted by the Father to enjoy His presence for eternity, but every day we have an opportunity to allow Christ to live through us and through righteousness draw us closer to the greatest friend in all the universe. For many years growing up, I was an active member of churches that I attended. I participated in small groups, uh, helped co-lead some of them. Uh, I served in some of more service role, used uh, audio and visual production and stuff like that, other volunteer jobs. What I'm doing now is um, I help teach the Bible to Muslim and Druze students um, at a local school here in Lebanon. And I minister to refugees, uh, teens, young adults through creative work, um, music, art, dance, poetry, um, which is in a way what this uh, podcast fulfills in some role too. I believe that the arts is something that God has um, divinely blessed me with. It's one of the things that I feel like I need to capitalize on if I want to please God in the way that he's blessed me already. So um, I'm also currently taking seminary courses at uh, Grace School of Theology in Houston, Texas. Uh, I'm not in Houston, Texas, but I'm taking it online on and off uh, for the last few years. And um, another thing that you should know about me is I'm not, I'm not a people person, um, but I do have a real passion for knowledge and for truth. And my aim is in everything I do to help others come to a better, more tangible understanding of who God is, what his plans and desires are, and how to live a life that is eternally valuable. And so what, what I want to do is I want to use my talents and training and the creative arts media to help create content that teaches people important life-changing truths from the Bible. Uh, here's another thing that you should know about me. I fail in everything I teach. Um, but it's funny to me how often that some of the, how often I forget, and I think we also f collectively forget that some of the biblical characters we sometimes uh, venerate or idolize are inundated with sin at the peaks of their spiritual maturity. Uh, Peter, for instance, having been a faithful follower of Christ for three years, you know, I mean, literally, he's, he's with Jesus every, almost every day, day and night for three years, hanging out with the dude, chilling with him, talking with him, learning from him, eating with him, laughing with him, um, becoming absolute best friends with our Lord and Savior, the, the creator of the universe. And what did he do when the the moment of um, violence or a small moment of um, fear came about, he denied Christ not once, not twice, but three times. He said, I don't even know that guy. I mean, that's, I think a lot of us, if we really take the time to consider the severity of that, um, there's two ways we could go. We could say, oh my gosh, Peter was way more sinful than I thought. I mean, he's way worse than I could ever be. Or we could look at it perhaps more realistically and say, if that's 
who Christ's best friend looks like, um, where am I? Um, and it's not to, I don't say any of that to, to bring about despair or hopelessness, frustration or depression. Uh, I say all that because I think the first step to receiving God's grace and to enjoying the hope that He truly brings is to recognize that um, we need it. We need it every day in every part of our being. We need that hope. We need that grace. Here's another example with Paul. Paul uses three statements throughout his writings in the New Testament that parallel each other, but grow in implication. Firstly, in 1 Corinthians 15, 9, he says, For I am the least of all the apostles, who is not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the assembly of God. So that's what he said at the beginning. Now, later on in his ministry, he says this, To me, the very least of all saints was this grace given. So not only is he not considering himself to be worthy of being called an apostle, but now he's considering himself to be the lowest of every believer. And then one of the last statements he makes in 1 Timothy 1.15 and 16, he says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of who I am the foremost. So not only is he now not considering himself to be worthy of being an apostle or being just the lowest of all believers, now he's considering himself to be the chief, the head, the leader, the foremost of every sinner to ever exist. Now, is Paul being realistic in saying that he is the most sinful of all human beings to ever exist? I'm not sure that's his point. I think what his point is, is think of it like this. When you stand far away from a mountain, we can all look at the mountain and we can say, yeah, it's a mountain. Okay, it's big. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big mountain. Duh, it's a mountain. But as we get closer to the mountain, say that we get in the car and we drive down to the base of the mountain, we're about to start climbing it. When you get to the very base of the mountain and then you look up at its peak from the base, you realize in so much more significance how big the mountain is and contrastingly how small you are, how small we are. I think that's the image that Paul is trying to paint with these three statements. It's not necessarily that his sin is worse than anybody else's or his sin is greater than anybody else's. I think what he's trying to paint the picture is that as he grows closer to, to God, as he, as he deepens that intimacy and gets closer to him, he realizes just how great God is and just how not great Paul is. Um, and finally, a third example that I'd share with you is, is David in the Old Testament, King David. Um, he's labeled as a man after God's own heart and the dude murdered people. I mean, he, mur- he, he practically murdered Uriah whenever he was um, committing adultery with Bathsheba, you know? Um, we would look at that stuff now and say, oh my gosh, what heinous sin. Um, I'm not really sure that that's the point to be taken. I think the point to be taken is that we can still be people after God's own heart and fall. It's, it's the nature of the situation that we are um, in right now. We have uh, a broken world. We have a broken body, uh, a broken being that is uh, messed up by the sin nature that is reaping the unfortunate consequence of Adam's original um, mistakes. And, um, and until we are glorified uh, in new bodies and perfect spiritual bodies, we're going to struggle with sin. 
And that's just the reality. And we're going to fall. But um, every one of these examples that I gave you guys, Paul, Peter, David, they didn't leave it at when they fell. They didn't just fall and, and marinate in the mud. Okay? They fell and got back up. And, um, and they moved forward. And, um, and that's the hope that I bring to you today. I'm that same kind of person. Now, honestly, if I look at myself, I'm, I'm, I don't think I could say that I'm as good uh, as Peter, Paul, or David, or any of the other apostles or uh, great believers throughout the Bible history. But, but um, I have the hope that uh, I can get closer to God, that He's given me the opportunity to do that through Christ. And that's the hope that I want to bring to you today through this podcast. Um, I'm here to tell you that we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of God. That's, that's a, a consistent truth. I'm here also to tell you to don't be discouraged by the lie that sin in any capacity is a sign of immaturity or an indicator of your unbelief. That's not biblical. And we're going to talk about that in future episodes. Um, and lastly, I'm here to tell you we can't reach righteousness in and of ourselves, but Christ wants to do the work for us. And again, we'll talk about that in future episodes. I hope that you stay tuned with me um, when we start talking about all that stuff. Um, but this podcast is about keeping me honest to the truth that I teach. I want to be a better teacher and a, a student of God's word. I want to be a better student as well. And this podcast in, in my, is my way of pushing myself to stay disciplined, to study, and uh, to be devoted to the one true king of the universe, my mentor uh, in love and righteousness. So I ask that um, as you listen in, that you would um, keep me honest to all the stuff that I, that I preach. Um, everything, every truth that I attempt to glean from scripture to share with you, to encourage you. Um, I, I want it to encourage myself. I want to uh, exhort myself as well. So. so right now I want you to enjoy today's original piece of music inspired by my story. Uh, the title of this track is The Price of Life. Um, strap in because it's an adventure, it's a journey, um, and uh, it's going to talk about a lot of things, but, um, but I hope that you enjoy it and uh, sit back and, and take a listen. the time that the first met arrested in the last breath of the corpse on my left daniel peace before the baton fell 12 years of life and nothing to offer to help me cope with the soul's departure at the time just glad i ain't on my envious friend sacked by a halo then eyes closed woke up in a sea of sad faces this photo in the cove of an open black case never heard his sex play so low Chain of the keys, married the twinkle on his cheek Name me mouthpiece, saying squeaking, sitting down, fair And one of these things ain't like the others House quiet, cause the pipes have jumped in Decade later, promise still ain't coming Thinking all this water's gonna one day flood up in Nagamala and know about that Looking back, you can say a death gave me life Looking next to the fair fate, this high flame is five I shook a back brain of mine, now hear the choir Out of place with this super scene and some dirty beats On the mic, stupid dumping all this fifth on my mouth I have no bib Hands so skittish, no key 
kidding. Am I foolish? But I'm bang go with the band flowing from my blue lips. Seem like everybody's my new biggest fan, yo. Seem like everybody's in my head. So then, no stop past God a prayer. Then start hunting, start dusting the air. This gift of my grip, it exists to declare that my bro upstairs ever come and beware. Melodies for Lebanese to share this inheritance. This perilous, my skill. This ain't arrogance, I will. Tearing barrel through this world with my flaring through scripture. Out of context, if I'm honest, but it's seeming like he's blessing every project that I launch yet. If I put my heart there, like a marvel, all I want accomplished, I assemble my potential. Monumental, I'll invent some kind of trend, which is my pencil and a pestle. I don't rest till anyone sees my genius. I mean, I mean my Jesus. In the meantime, beat these lyrics. Yes, really fresh from the spirit. Hindsight explains why I had the gall to sit on top the planet. Truth be told, I really had it all and took it all for granted. Always assumed that having friends, yeah, was a given. To live different, God, it'd have to kill my standard. Another year would prove to me he's a capable assassin. I put your text chain of a desperate conversationalist. Stayed back in the loop, sitting sadness and sorrow. United to slay my misconceptions. My mind's detained by the rule, the sister of the same. Was the same game I'm always playing Guess I was lonely Cause I blew it Cause it, if it ain't broke Break it Instead of verbalizing I prescribe some visual code To revive my heart I am sorry But my entire body is writhing Gotta find a talk But forget all that studio day is here Must have been overreacting Opportunities knocking me Came back strong on the other Trauma on the inner This the pinnacle of hypocritical cripple Get a capsule Catching every syllable Gaming with the world Guys in epiphany Going off on enemies Keen eyes all around me Like synchronized choreography Needles pirouetting to the best in them Brass speaking through the glass So clean sound Each bounce of the space ball My labels Fading in the space so Miss the wall of albums of the greats And a change in the face C-H-H But release day came Ain't nobody say my name Release day came Stacks on stacks of wasted grace Release day came And I'm back in a locker room My favorite truth is a cut I don't gotta prove my day You has made me out to be a martyr who worked himself to death just to harvest some rotten fruit. Fin à ma peine 
quotidienne, j'ai le vertige Donc mon objectif se déplace plutôt vers la route Aucune voiture ne passe, le pianissimo m'effarouche Les murmures de Dieu pullulent au vent Mais autant t'en emportes le vin Franchement, l'homme est du bois dont on fait les bûchers Donc cet homme des bois connaîtra l'orchestre d'escorte où la fin porte ma repos De la fouée rendrait mon âme pure. Nous vais sortir de ma tombe prochaine. Ma Closer to freedom from this tether When I write my last line I remember About the afterword of my biography And what happened to me isn't as important as what I think Daniel taught me the clocks can stop Minute hand snacks, the gavel drops Also taught my first flaw, I'm heartless Tear ducts fall to distraught with the nonchalance That's when I learned about eternal purpose The open mic night taught me I'm divinely stopped The taste abounding for arranging sounds And my talents got power, I was wicked That's when I learned to cash in on what I'm gifted That faithful message taught me to be myself in loneliness It ain't good, I talk funny to charm honeys Stop everything, get wedlocked at 20 That's when I learned I'm not healthy But Panhandle taught me that nothing is for certain Thousands of dollars and thousands of hours But thousands don't know my poems That's when I learned I don't need a legacy If God recalls my songs The world fast taught me I've been stripped of nearly everything I don't have control over anything Except how I'm spending them and it's God's giving That's when I learned that time today is all we have in it That night on the porch taught me to be quiet and listen Life is hard, but there's always hope in it Life's so hard, but there's always some we stand to lose in a fight That's when I learned the price of life So I consider myself an artist. Here's what I've done. I, I've studied music composition and vocal performance uh, and entertainment technology at the University of North Texas uh, in, in Denton, Texas, 
for uh, about three years uh, until I unfortunately had to drop out uh, because of chronic illness, which I'll touch on in a bit. Um, I've released uh, a full-length album and an EP under the, the pseudonym under my stage name, Thanny, and a couple singles under the pseudonym Undullar. Um, you can find those albums uh, and, and music anywhere uh, on the digital market, whether you listen to it through Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Deezer, Anahami, wherever. Um, you can find me. Um, if you look for the album Response, um, it was uh, an album that I was blessed with the opportunity to work with some fantastic musicians in Denton. Um, again, that's called Response. And um, the EP that I worked on by myself is called An Apple a Day. And then there are two singles that I released under the pseudonym Undullar, very different kind of music, uh, but again, stuff that I adore making, um, called Kira Kira and Indigo Light. So uh, you can find all those links. Um, I've, I've linked them in the show notes that uh, you'll see um, in the description for this episode, and, uh, or you can look for them yourself uh, if you're interested. But uh, what I'm doing right now is I'm working on the successor to an Apple a Day project. Uh, so what was unique about the an Apple a Day project was that um, because of my chronic illness, I'll talk about in a sec, I didn't have the opportunity to make music every day like I used to. Uh, I only had um, special moments um, every once in a while where I had enough energy and uh, motivation to make music. So I tried to capitalize on that by saying, all right, when I have those days, when I wake up and I realize I've, this is one of those days I have energy, I have faculty of my mind. Let me see if I can make a song from start to finish in just today, just one day. Um, so I made uh, eight songs, uh, each made in, in less than 12 hours each. Um, and so I'm making the successor to that album right now where I'm extending it to, um, let's see if I can make songs in, in 48 hours. And um, right now that's tentatively titled Now Oranges. Uh, that's the album that I'm working on right now. And Price of Life, the song that you just heard, um, will hopefully be on that album. What I want to do, I'm always looking for new ways to encourage others to discover the inherent creativity in them that God has built in them and, I, and wants them to use to express love toward Him. You know, I, in my studies at Grace School of Theology, I just recently uh, finished a class called Anthropology, uh, where we study what does the Bible say about who man is, who God created man to be. And um, one of the key doctrines involved in that study is, of course, the image of God. In Genesis, um, in Genesis 1.26, we, we hear that God made man and woman humanity in his image and his likeness, whatever that means. And there's a great debate about what it means. Um, but one of the things that I think that it means is creativity. If we look at man versus all of the kinds of creatures on the earth, our, our ability to express ourselves artistically is unique to us. Um, I don't know any animal or any other uh, created thing on earth that expresses um, creativity that that in some way creates art. I think that that is something innate to humanity that uh, God has implanted because we know he's a creator. I mean, he spent six days creating everything that we know to be in the universe, um, which is uh, beyond beautiful um, and very creative. So I want to teach others. I want to help foster uh, in others a love, a passion, 
um, the skills to create beautiful things that uh, glorify God and express love and, and intimacy with Him. So let me tell you another thing about who I am. Uh, I'm an invalid. Like I've mentioned a couple of times uh, in the past few minutes, I have chronic illness, uh, which is unfortunate, um, but it's what God has, um, God has allowed for me uh, in this period of my life. Um, basically, uh, I've got a broken body. Uh, in 2014, I dropped out of college, which happened to be the first of three times I would drop out of college because of severe chronic illness, um, later diagnosed as chronic Lyme disease. Um, the reality is, is, I mean, I can talk more about that in, in the show after this show called uh, Behind the Price, but, um, but my bodily health was not in my control and I was broken and I still am broken. Um, I've got a broken soul because of that. You know, after continuous struggle with uh, sex addiction, depression and anxiety, I've dug for myself a hole of faulty thinking and delusion that I can't get out of without divine intervention. I need God's help. I've, uh, I've really messed up, you know, like I said earlier uh, at the beginning of this episode, I'm not perfect. Uh, I'm, I'm far from it. Um, and the reality is, is my mental health was not in my control and I, and I was broken and I am broken. Um, but I am here to tell you that despite all of that that's happened to me, when everything else is taken from you, um, for my instance, it was my, my bodily health, my mental health, my emotional health, um, opportunities, my dreams. I mean, there's so much of what I wanted to be at this point in my life that I just, for the last five years, haven't been able to pursue because I've been broken. I've been bedbound homebound, um, dealing with major depression, social anxiety, crippled by things that are easy everyday tasks for everybody else. But despite all that, I do have control over my spiritual health. Um, and I'm here to tell you that you do as well, that everything else, everything else can be taken from you and maybe it will someday. Maybe it is right now. Maybe you're like me hearing right now you're broken in some way. Um, you have control over your relationship with the almighty God of the universe, um, the king of everything, uh, who desires to have a relationship with you. He, he very much enjoys our friendship. In fact, I can't prove this from scripture, but one of the things I think is the reason why humanity was created was because God wants to enjoy fellowship with us. He wants to be friends with us. Um, and he wants to express his love to uh, another race that can understand it. The Price of Life, this is the podcast allowing me to share my gifts with the church. That's the purpose of this podcast in my mind, is it gives me the opportunity to use the gifts God has given me to help you who's listening, to help anyone who, who might be listening in the future, um, to help teach truths about uh, the universe, to teach truths about the spiritual realm, to teach truths about how to reach God, how to love Him and obey Him the way that he's asked so that we can enjoy um, life-giving friendship with him. So um, the purpose of this podcast at the end of the day is to help me share what the Lord has blessed me with despite my current condition. I'm broken, but uh, one of the things glorious about this age is that um, I have the opportunity to reach people with my voice and my thoughts um, through the internet, through 
uh, medium such as a podcast or whatever else I might use in the future. Um, I'm connected globally with people I've never met, with people that I'm separated from, people I love. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to try to use it. I'm going to try to make it work. So as we close out this episode, I want to encourage you um, with uh, a commission to memorize some scripture, a scripture that has to do with what we talked about this week. Um, and it's in John 10, 10. It says, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and may have it abundantly. Um, Satan comes to kill us, to destroy us. We can look at the we can look at Job and just see how he does that. I mean, I mean, he ruined Job's life. And maybe your life is ruined right now too. Um, but uh, Christ came to bring life. He came to, to turn it around. And uh, so as we go in, into next week, I want to um, invite you to read a few scriptures with me this week um, that have to do with what we're going to talk about next week so that you're prepared uh, to discuss with me, to hear and uh, and maybe ask some questions, we can really start to engage uh, into this topic. But I want you to look at John 17, 3. I want you to look at John 3, 36. And I want you to read Matthew 19, 29. And um, get ready to, to talk about uh, in the coming weeks. Well, thanks so much for listening to today's episode, guys. Um, as always, you can grab a copy of the poem, the music, and EndNotes document for this episode in the description, wherever you're listening to it. Uh, if you liked what you heard, please consider sharing this episode with someone you treasure. Always remember that you can tweet questions or comments at me at Price of Life Podcast on Twitter or email me at fanny at cgmradio.com and uh, I, may, I might make an episode out of it. So please send me your deepest questions about God and life and we can work together to find the answers through scripture and prayer. If there are any questions you still have about the teaching or the art in today's episode, there's a good chance that I'll touch on it in the corresponding episode of Behind the Price, the show where we continue the conversation on these topics. Uh, I also want to make sure to thank my brothers and sisters at Cross Network Global Media for their love in supporting me to keep the show running. So uh, the show would not be possible without their help. And uh, today I wholeheartedly recommend checking out one of the Price of Life's sister shows, Mideast News Brief, hosted by my dear friend, Winston R. Holland. Uh, just a few months ago, I did an interview with him on the future of Israel and some Old Testament prophecy. It's some, it's some heady stuff, but um, I, I really enjoyed digging into the word and see what God has to say through prophecy. So if you're into that, um, I, I recommend that you seriously check it out. It was really fun to do, um, and there's a lot of good information to chew on, and uh, you can... You can argue with me now after uh, gives you a chance to, for us to talk. So um, I've linked that episode in today's show notes if you're interested. So again, uh, thanks so much to you for listening, and uh, please stay tuned for more in a couple of weeks. Yeah.